Our third panelist is Bill Guyton. Prior to establishing Guyton Strategies, Bill was the founder and CEO of the World Cocoa Foundation for 15 years, where he grew the organization from a handful of companies to a globally recognized uh, organization with 115 members, representing 85% of the global chocolate industry. Bill is also an advisor to the Fine Chocolate Industry Association. Bill, we look forward to your perspectives. Rajul, thank you for the, uh, the introductions. And I, I just wanted to say that uh, it's a wonderful opportunity for me to be here today at IFPRI. And in particular, I was mentioning to Rajul earlier today at how important the CG has played in COCO. Um, I don't think a lot of people realize, but um, IITA was one of the founding organizations that helped to develop the Farmer Field School methodology, which is still applied in a lot of West African countries and has been improved over time. We have Jerry Brown here, formerly with, with USAID, who was helpful in setting that program up to begin with. It was one of the first public-private partnerships in, uh, in COCO. Um, also, SIAT, uh, a sister organization of IFPRI, was instrumental in um, uh, putting together a, a very important study on climate change in cocoa in West Africa that included both Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire. If you haven't had a chance to look at that study, it was done about three or four years ago, I would encourage you to do so. It's eye-opening and looks at some of the threats that some of these fragile environments have to cocoa production in the future and what's happened over the last 20 years. And IFPRI itself has also done some very interesting policy work, um, particularly in cocoa and, and women. Uh, there was a study that was done about five years or longer ago on, on, on this subject, which was very helpful as well. Um, I'd just like to mention that, that uh, I th think each of these speakers will, will have been wonderful, and it's, it's a, an honor for me to be participating in the discussion today. There, there's a saying in Ghana, as you probably all know, that Ghana is cocoa and cocoa is Ghana, and that's certainly true. And that wouldn't have been possible without Cocobod. Cocobod has been a trusted partner of the chocolate industry. Um, the, the government has provided political stability over the years. Uh, Cocobod also helps to provide a consistent quality cocoa that gets a premium on the, on the market. So all of that should be commended. Um, cocoa also employs nearly a million small-scale small cocoa farmers in Ghana alone, which is, is really staggering. And a lot of these, these small-scale farmers would not have other opportunities if it weren't for cocoa. So that's the positive side. But we've also heard some of the challenges today, and, and uh, certainly I think that there's a lot that can be done on both the public and the private sector side to help improve the situation. This last year, as we all know, there was, was really an oversupply of cocoa that was due to uh, very favorable climatic conditions in both Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire, and high stocks that, that were stored, uh, which led to uh, a market, uh, a price dip, which was bad for the industry, it was bad for cocoa farmers, it was bad for the governments in West Africa. So we need to look at more about what led to those conditions and how to, how to help um, mitigate that in the future. And I think that will take better collaboration um, between the public and the private sector. In, in the private sectors, a lot of the companies have rallied behind the World Cocoa Foundation and have formed a strategy called Cocoa Action, which is reaching about 300,000 cocoa farmers in Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire collectively. 
they're looking at ways to improve the productivity and social uh, practices on cocoa farms. And, um, you know, the, 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 the setup has been good. I think there's ways that it can be improved. And I think that there's ways that Cocoa Action can collaborate more closely with the governments of Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire. But it's a, it's a really good first effort. Another area I think that, that could be very helpful is if something similar was done on the government side on how do you, how do you have closer ties between some of the cocoa producing governments. And Cote d'Ivoire is right next door to Ghana. Collectively, they represent about six, over 60% of the global supply. Is there not an opportunity for these two governments to work more closely together at some of their policy issues and some look at common strategies, and in particular on some of the important, important efforts on research, for example? Uh, Cocoa Research Institute of Ghana in, in New Tafu is doing some wonderful work on disease and pest management control. Likewise, it, uh, in Cote d'Ivoire, similar things are happening. So the, the better collaboration together between these different institutions and, and between the, the, the marketing boards, I think, can be useful. So although, um, you know, there, there's some really bright spots on, on what the COCA board has been able to accomplish over the years and how the industries come together to help support COCA farmers better, I think there are a lot of areas where, where future improvements can be made. And, and I like the previous speaker's comment about market segmentation. That's, that's one great area where we can look at perhaps looking at some strategies where, where Ghana Cocoa can, can look at testing new hypotheses and, and looking at new marketing strategies, maybe outside the typical marketing system in, in Ghana, uh, to see how we can get better profits back to the cocoa farmer. So with that, um, I'd like to thank you all and look forward to your questions.